I wanted to bring today's episode to the podcast talking about an action plan that you can take right now to help improve pregnancy success for 2023 for you to get pregnant this year. We are talking about some missed healing opportunities. We are talking about what to do if you've been told, you know, you've got low AMH or high FSH, diminished ovarian reserve, premature ovarian insufficiency, and more. If you've been told IVF is your only hope, what you can do to actually get pregnant naturally, or if you do need to go to the clinic, you're actually going to improve your chances of pregnancy success. So we are going through the exact steps, why DIY can waste time, and really how to figure out the right steps for you. Excited for you to listen. Let's go. This episode is brought to you by Inito, the most accurate at-home fertility tracker on the market and the one we here at FabFertile recommend and use with all our clients. Most ovulation tests can only predict fertile days, but Inito measures estrogen, LH, and progesterone to accurately confirm when you're ovulating and most fertile. Go to Inito.com, that's I-N-I-T-O.com, and use the code FABFERTILE15. That's the code F-A-B-F-E-R-T-I-L-E-1-5 to save 15%. Excited to announce we have all new winter recipes specifically designed for fertility. I know that changing your diet can be super confusing and you may not know where to start to improve your fertility. That's why our Fab Fertile Method includes specific personalized dietary recommendations that reduce inflammation and optimize the body for pregnancy success. I'm excited that you get to sample our proven fertility diet plan absolutely free. And even better, we have all new winter recipes. All you need to do is go to fertilitydietfreebie.com to grab your free copy. And diet has such a huge impact on your health and fertility because if your body is under attack by even a seemingly healthy food, it wants to survive, not procreate, which puts your reproductive health on the back burner. But when we consume foods that are right for our body and decrease inflammation, our fertility starts to come back online. Our clients tell us when they follow our proven diet plan that their skin issues clear such as acne and hives and rashes, headaches improve, mood improves, digestion, such as gas and bloating and burping, although common is not normal, PMS symptoms improve, such as mood swings and headaches, again, and sleep and way more. All you need to do is go to fertilitydietfreebie.com, that's F-E-R-T-I-L-T-Y-D-I-E-T-F-R-E-E-B-I-E.com, That's fertilitydietfreebie.com to grab your free winter fertility recipe guide. I didn't need to go to donor eggs. Obviously, I don't regret it. I have beautiful children. I could have done things differently. I was still cycling back in my 20s. I could have looked at my health, the environmental toxins, the stress I was under. Many, many women are being told their eggs are too old. That's an assumption. You can't test egg quality. Many times it's the man. It's the man who's got a food sensitivity or the zinc deficiency. There can be a root cause to these quote-unquote period problems. The doctor will pass you a pill without any question of why. Why is IVF the first step? Because we believe it should be the last step. Welcome to Get Pregnant Naturally, where functional medicine and natural fertility solutions will help you get pregnant and have your baby. Welcome back. I'm Sarah Clark, founder of Fab Fertile and your host. 
I believe the functional approach is the first step for anyone on the fertility journey, and my aim is to help you get pregnant naturally. Today, we're digging into how to improve pregnancy success, even when you've been told donor eggs are your only hope. This episode is for you as if you've tried everything and nothing has worked. You're not sure what to do for 2023 to optimize your fertility, and you feel like IVF may be your next step, but you really want to get pregnant naturally. Thanks so much for listening. I'm so thankful that you're here. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow. And if you know someone else who's on the fertility journey, please share this podcast with them. Many of us have health complaints and other issues that we're dealing with alongside the fertility diagnosis. And a lot of times we myopically focus on the low AMH, the anti-malarian hormone, which is really a poor predictor of pregnancy success, really only tells us how well you'll, you'll do with IVF, not talking about getting pregnant naturally. And we see that, you know, the AMH go up all the time and obviously FSH will fluctuate as all. So it's not when you have this diagnosis of low AMH, high FSH, premature ovarian insufficiency, diminished ovarian reserve and more. It's really, let's look at the other missed healing opportunities, not myopically focusing in on the diagnosis, which so many of us do, which makes sense, right? Because if we've been told our only option is we go to the OBGYN, we're struggling. We then are referred to our reproductive endocrinologist our REI, and we're told IVF. So we're going to be talking about some things for you to look out for. I share this here because some of the things I've dealt with as well as a lot of our clients too, dealing with some of these issues. Digestive problems. So many people that we work with are either alternating between constipation, diarrhea, they got acid reflux, something's going on with the digestion, be it gas, burping, bloating. All these things are common, but not normal. So that's a sign. You know, It's not about just taking antacids or things to help with constipation, it's, well, why is it there to begin with? So let's dig deeper. So that's a healing opportunity, number one. you got digestive issues, not about running to IVF yet. And definitely here at Fab Fertile, we are not anti-IVF. We're, let's work on your health. You either get pregnant naturally, or if you do go to IVF, you'll actually improve your chances of it working. Because we see people that have gone through multiple failed IVFs. No one's, you know, looked under the hood to look at their health for both the male and the female partner. It's not just about you focusing on your health and no one's even looked at his semen analysis. If they have looked at his semen analysis, maybe there's an issue with it. And then, you know, you're being told to go to ICSI. So this is looking at both of your health in a very targeted manner using functional testing and targeted diet lifestyle changes to optimize your preconception health, which is critical for the health of your pregnancy, for the health of your child, for your future generations. So really taking, you know, a short period of time now, although Obviously, anytime you start trying to conceive, you want to have your child, you want to grow your family. So we understand the impatience part. I do believe that the fertility clinic really perpetuates that, you know, you're too old, the eggs are too old, you'd better rush, rush, rush. You know, having people tell me they've been advised to do an aggressive IBF, which is absolutely counterintuitive to being able to conceive, which is receiving and getting into that, you know, rest and digest instead of, you know, hammering away with your let's make this happen and push and controlling. So digestive issues, you've got that time to dig in, missed healing opportunity, mood problems. We see a lot of people that have been dealing with anxiety their whole life, or they could also have anxiety, depression when they're on the fertility journey. You could be dealing with panic attacks. I mean, people have experienced that throughout their life. ADHD, those are clues. If you got something going on with your neurotransmitters, the gut brain connection is well documented in all sorts of 
peer-reviewed studies and also irritability, like hormonal issues going on. So mood issues, you got those, dig into that. We see many people taking anti-anxiety medication or they're on uh, medication for depression. Not to say you don't need the medication, but when you start to work on your diet and lifestyle and address trauma and stress with support, and we have part of our program, we refer out to therapists, we have EMDR, which can really help with trauma. It's about perhaps then with the help of your doctor to taper off that medication. So mood problems, if that's you, it's time to dig deeper. Skin issues. We see this a lot. People with acne, with psoriasis, with eczema, with dermatitis, with hives, where, you know, you all of a sudden hives start coming in, you become anaphylactic to things. So skin problems, that's a huge clue. Skin is a direct reflection of the gut. If you've got weird scratchy things, you're using all sorts of creams to help this. So I've interviewed Dr. Anna Maria Temple. We talked all about eczema and she was saying, you know, eczema is not a lotion deficiency. It is looking at the gut and what are those gut infections, food sensitivities and more. And, you know, using a cream is just not getting to that missed healing opportunity. And if your body is under attack by digestive issues, you got mood issues, skin issues, it wants to survive to procreate and your reproductive system is deprioritized. So if you're dealing with skin problems, that is a huge clue. Joint issues. If you've got joint pain, back pain, muscle pain, where you're just, you know, you're always stiff, your joints hurt. Again, inflammation, you know, what's going on there. And also many times people have this low AMH, high FSH, DOR, POI diagnosis and are on the fertility journey and there's an autoimmune disease. Maybe you have celiac, maybe you have Hashimoto's, maybe you have rheumatoid arthritis, maybe you have lupus, maybe you have multiple sclerosis, maybe you have an autoimmune issue. And then pushing towards IVF when no one's dug deeper, you know, well, when was this triggered? You know, your body mounts an immune response to and chronic disease is on the rise right now. And really the conventional method for handling chronic disease is pathetic. It's literally medication. No one again looks at the underlying missed healing opportunities. Again, if your body is under attack, it wants to survive and not procreate. And so taking that targeted approach with testing, targeted diet, lifestyle changes can really help optimize your health which optimizes your egg health and your partner's sperm health. So it's not like myopically focusing on, what do we do for egg health? And we do these superfoods, we take bee pollen, we take, you know, maca, we're doing Vitex, we're, you know, taking herbs, we're doing fertility teas, all that. That just wastes time. So that's just generalized recommendations, which may be right for someone, but that is not the thing that's going to shift the needle. It's taking a very targeted approach, using testing and following a plan. So right now is to start by doing an elimination diet. Yes, you can start that. You and your partner take out the top allergens. I got a whole episode on Get Pregnant Naturally of telling you how and why to do the elimination diet. So you can check that in the show notes. But basically, you're taking out the top allergens. And this is the gold standard to to figure out if you have a food sensitivity. Take them out, gluten, dairy, soy, corn, peanuts, eggs, processed sugar, alcohol, and make sure you're not having any GMO foods. Take those out for 10 days systematically reintroduce over the course of 30. Listen to the episode. I tell you exactly how to do it. So I'm just going to take you through It's one of our case study here. So she had premature ovarian insufficiency, had the high FSH and the low AMH for her. It was secondary fertility diagnosis. And before coming to see us, she had, we see this a lot. She had canceled IVF and she was labeled that poor responder. Her cycle was irregular. 
She was on long-term hormonal birth control. We do see that as a theme of people being on a pill and they were put on typically for, you know, either acne or PMS or heavy cycles or irregular cycles and thinking that the pill would solve these problems. It is a band-aid approach and no one looks deeper to see, well, what are the other healing opportunities going on? And you come off the pill, then you're dealing with a fertility issue. Not to say everyone that goes on the pill deals with infertility, but we see a lot of people being on long-term hormonal birth control. She had asthma, migraines, insomnia, sinus congestion, eczema or eczema, anxiety. She had the poor digestion. So alternating between constipation and diarrhea and a lot of stress, a lot of stress, even seeing a family, seeing a pregnant person, this caused a lot of stress. And it's very, very common This we specialize with people that are on the fertility journey because these triggers and the stressors, if everyone around you, your church, your friend group, everywhere you go, you encounter people that are either trying to have their family, maybe all your friends right now are, are expanding their family, and then you may feel stuck and not understood and people say things and you feel triggered. All of that is really important to acknowledge and to have someone that can help you through it because otherwise you can be stuck down in that either feeling like anger, frustration, impatience, or just feeling, you know, apathy or depression. And all of that is sort of on the cortisol side of things. And so to get to the, the DHEA side of things, those renewing emotions, such as happiness, joy, contentment, peace, feeling good. Sometimes we can get a glimpse of those, but if you're hanging out over there, that is equally as important to work on your health. So we did the testing. So we did food, stool, genetic testing. We do blood chemistry review, not to diagnose, but to educate and looking at her partner. She had uh, non-celiac gluten sensitivity. So she was intolerant to gluten as well as eggs and yeast, and whey and nuts and more. And then we, ba- we helped balance her hormones. She did have estrogen dominance. So even though you can have low estrogen, it may still be estrogen dominance. And she had low melatonin, which can be an indicator of gut bugs. And she also had thyroid imbalance. And then she had multiple bacteria in her gut. Actually, her immune system from the gut, we found it was very low. So she got a lot of colds and flus. So we worked on that. And then she was, even though she was gluten-free before she came to see us, she was still getting gluten. The markers in the in the stool test were showing that, that there was still some gluten coming in. For her, she was extremely sensitive. So it's important to look at cross-reactors and really help with that. And then her partner, we optimized his blood sugar helped him with sleep. And then she was pregnant naturally within seven months into the program. She was told donor eggs, nothing would work. She went back in to do a retrieval and she found out that she was pregnant. So many other stories just like that, where people with this diagnosis told nothing will work and they do the work, they get to work, follow the plan. And lo and behold, they can get pregnant naturally, or if they do need to go to IVF, they improve their chances of it working. And the next one we have here is talked a lot about this, but these missed healing opportunities where conventional medicine will look at your blood work and really just say everything looks normal, or there's a few things out of balance. And maybe they might give you a prescription for something, or maybe they may tell you it's, you know, some, some moderate diet changes, especially if there's blood sugar issues, but really not, not a concrete plan. And so, you know, we take a very targeted approach to this using the testing. And then we see we're not diagnosing anything. So you would then work in conjunction with your, your doctor. We do have a medical doctor as part of our team, but she's our medical case reviewer. She's trained in functional medicine as well. So really looking at this completely differently than your regular conventional doctor who might, you know, that medical gaslighting, you might be going in saying, hey, something's up with this. Can you dig deeper? And they either won't do it because of insurance issues or they just 
you know, make you second guess yourself and you go out, you're like, Oh, okay. Maybe it was all in my head. Maybe there wasn't a problem with my thyroid. Maybe there wasn't an issue with whatever, whatever it may be that you want to test. You, know, it's really important to find a provider that speaks your language. If you're talking about things for them to look into and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Find someone else. Okay. So we see vitamin D, vitamin D being very low in the single digits or teens, it should be around 60 to 80. If it's low, it could be, you know, autoimmune issues, SIBO, Giardia, some parasites, worms. Um, maybe there's high cortisol, which we see a lot. Um, and so vitamin D, if your vitamin D is low, supplementing is, can be part of it, but why is it low to begin with? Thyroid dysfunction. We see that can be impacted with it. So anovulation, irregular cycles. And recent studies, only 4% of healthy women were found to have subclinical hypothyroidism. The rate increased to 15% with ovulatory infertility and 40% with women with POF. So digging deeper with the thyroid piece, not just looking at the TSH, looking at the full thyroid panel is really important to optimize your thyroid. Blood sugar imbalance. We seem, we talk about this every week in our clinical mastermind with our teams. We take a very, we have uh, functional nutrition practitioners, fertility mindset coach, and our medical case reviewer. And it's really like all eyes on a case and literally over and over, and over again, blood sugar. So if you got, you feeling hangry, sugar cravings, poor sleep, dig into the blood sugar piece. Uh, not to say that you're diabetic or pre-diabetes, but we're, we're looking at it before it even gets that way. So your blood sugar is off that can impact your, your, your sex hormones. And then poor sleep, sort of that chicken and the egg thing where poor sleep impacts your blood sugar the entire next day. So you just never really get off that hamster wheel of trying to optimize your blood sugar. So it's really important to look to see if you have blood sugar issues and then eat a, a diet and lifestyle that's going to work for that. I've got many episodes on Get Pregnant Naturally all about blood sugar. And then we have, like we talked about, long-term hormonal birth control. So that can predispose you to gut infections, food sensitivities. You can eat this great diet, but maybe your body doesn't absorb the foods. So long-term hormonal birth control. If you were on the pill for years, like me, and put on it because I had acne in irregular cycles, no one dug deeper. Years later, my health began to take a nosedive. And so that I made all these changes, diet and lifestyle, address the gut infections and chronic stress. But if you've been on the pill and now you're trying to conceive and something is not working, it's really really important to dig into, is there a gut infection, food sensitivity, and maybe you're not absorbing any of your nutrients that can actually are impactful for your sex hormones. When you're trying to get pregnant, there's already so much to think about. You're trying to eat healthily. You're trying to manage your stress and sleep, all while maintaining your relationships and living through work and life. Knowing if you're on the right track to conceive shouldn't be on that list. That's why today's episode is sponsored by Anito, the most accurate at-home fertility tracker on the market and the one we here at FabFertile recommend and use with all our clients. We had asked a Jane from Anito on the podcast to talk all about it. We got this comment about like five days ago, right? It's such a good review. It almost sounds like a fake review. <laughs> so that, that's how good it is. She says that if you're debating on getting Anito, please stop considering anything else and buy Anito because this person, they purchased it last year and after 30 days, they got pregnant and this is a same-sex couple. So for them, it's like they're like, they were trying every single thing and timing is key. 
and then they recommended it to their neighbor i mean their i think their neighbor just used their own device and their neighbor got pregnant in 2 months and then they recommended it to a friend and their friend told them that they have conceived just last week you know i was like that is amazing something's going on over here to try anito go to anito.com that's i n i t o.com and use the code fabfertile15 That's F A B F E R T I L E one five to save fifteen percent. And now back to the show. The autoimmune disease, like we talked about, if we got an autoimmune disease, it's not about forging forward to that IVF. You've got to really work on your diet and lifestyle. We've helped multiple people that have Hashimoto's and nothing had worked beforehand. And then they made the changes to their diet and lifestyle in a very targeted manner. And lo and behold, they get pregnant naturally when nothing had worked. So if you're dealing with an autoimmune disease, that is a clue. As I say, the conventional medicine for autoimmune disease is just way behind the game in this, and they're just going to give you medication. So this is to really look at what are those stressors on the body, and then we can start to then reverse these things. under fueling and over exercising maybe you're just not eating enough protein we see that a lot not eating enough protein maybe you're doing too much vigorous exercise maybe that's what you know maybe you have amenorrhea because of that and so it's important to see especially if you're doing more of a plant-based diet not to say you need to go if you're opposed to eating meat but we need to see on your blood chemistry what's going on with that are you truly having enough protein and fats to prepare your body for a baby you know having an open mind about that and being able to look to see what is the diet that's right for you because there's all sorts of carnivore, vegan, paleo, autoimmune protocol, like AIP diet and more which have worked for someone but are they right for you is it long term the main part here is to eat foods from the rainbow and get a customized diet eat more veggies is really also another key as well so maybe you're in a stressful job working more than 50 hours a week and then your 50 hours a week maybe you're taking work home maybe that whole you know your cortisol it's flatlined or your adrenals are tanked because you've just taken on too much you're burnt out done many episodes on that feeling overwhelmed or burnt out we see that a lot we work with a lot of people in the healthcare field nurses doctors that are on the fertility journey helping them it is important sometimes you don't it's not about quitting the job sometimes you need to step back set some boundaries how does the job work for you right now and you you know you're where you are in your life so if you're in a stressful job what can you do to really um have that job work for you instead of having that the the job basically you know destroy you perhaps it's like if it's impacting your health that much where all you're doing is working nonstop it's important you have a choice you can't look for other work perhaps or you go into your boss and tell them what you're looking for and so and if they can't meet it then you have to make a decision but more than 50 hours of work a week is time for you to have a look in the mirror and say is this job serving me right now and and your goals to expand your family trauma we see a lot of people that either actually a lot of trauma kind of around the relationship with their mother the mother wound is a theme we see and also childhood trauma So that's as part of our program we take a mind body spirit approach and we have emotional freedom technique which is tapping and helps with trauma we do coaching and there's therapy we can refer out for and also that intuition piece of you know knowing this is going to work so obviously the diagnosis in itself can be traumatic and also you may be dealing with other trauma from the past 
So some of that stuff working on that ain't fun, but we need to, instead of pushing it down, be able to get it out and have you know, give voice to it. So it's really important. Mind, body, spirit. Yeah, we just talked all about the biochemical stuff with the food sensitivities, the gut infections, thyroid, blood sugar, and more. But looking at the trauma, looking at the stress, how is all that impacting your body? And get into that instead of like pushing ahead. And typically we're working with type A people, which is it's who I track, pushing ahead, which is your superpower. But then we need to be able to move into that receiving piece and how do you believe it's going to work? How do you trust your intuition? How do you look for the synchronicities? How do you just know, you know, that the signs are all around you? And this is, you know, this is working for you instead of having that little helmet on. And you're just forging forward in a panic, which doesn't serve anyone. And so I'm going to share here someone she had one tube, one ovary, low AMH and high FSH, diminished ovarian reserve. And she also had endometriosis. She had one failed IVF before before she came to see us. She had a lot of high antibiotic use. We see that a lot. And that was the case for me where I had UTIs and sinus infections. And I would just go to the doctor and say, give me the antibiotics now so I can get back to work. I'm busy. And that completely destroyed my gut health. And then I became allergic to all sorts of antibiotics. So that was the case for her. She had digestive issues, nutrient absorption issues. So not absorbing her nutrients. She had low stomach acid, which then opens the door for more pathogens. We address that through our protocols. And then her adrenals were tanked. So she was waking up. She wasn't feeling refreshed. She had low energy. She felt easily overwhelmed. If that's you, you're like, oh my God, I feel overwhelmed. So adrenals, we can. there's specific things we can do to help with that. Immune system was down. She had a rapid growth of a cyst on her ovary, and she did have blood sugar imbalance. And then she got to work, did the changes. She had multiple food sensitivities to gluten, peas, almonds, walnuts. She had gut infections. So some bacteria was present in her stool test as well as fungal infection. She also had leaky gut or intestinal permeability. So her body was mounting an immune response to her favorite foods. She had that low vitamin D. So she was supplementing, but it was still low. And then her homocysteine was high. So inflammation going on in the body. And she also had an MTHFR gene variant. And then after seven months following our program, she did the work, did the testing, followed the diet and lifestyle that was very targeted for her. She went back to the clinic again, getting ready for retrieval. And then she found out that she was pregnant naturally. This is after one tube, one ovary, you know, low AMH, high, high FSH, donor eggs, endometriosis, all of that. And she followed the program, did the work and got pregnant naturally. The next one is these generalized recommendations. So there's a lot of superfoods. There's a lot of fertility books on the market. There's a lot of blogs, a lot of podcasts, actually, for giving you all this recommendation. So the generalized recommendations and the DIY will only get you so far. You can follow what someone else has done, but is it right for you? And you can kind of figure this all out by following some of these generalized recommendations. So maybe You've been told because you have diminished ovarian reserve, you need to take DHEA. That's a common standard of care recommendation, but there's side effects with that with oily skin and hair loss and acne. Is it right for you? Is your DHEA even low? Maybe it's not. So it's important to then dig into that piece. Maybe you have gone gluten-free, but you're like, you know what? I didn't really even notice. I never really had any problems. Took gluten on your diet, knows nothing. Didn't even have an issue when you brought it back in. Thing is gluten is one of the top inflammatory foods and typically you need to take it out for 60 to 90 days 
And if you're not pregnant yet, and then you're resistant to the fact of changing your diet, that is something to look into, right? And get support on that and have a guide to look at that because we see a theme of gluten being an issue and also the other allergens as well. So gluten light where you're like, oh, I'm doing like 90% gluten. And, you know, I did this too, like all this stuff I've done. So it's not like, <laughs> you know, all of us, we kind of get to a certain point and you're like, okay, I got to figure that I need someone to help me figure it out so I can fast track it. So you can DIY it. Or if you look for a guide to help you fast track it, basically, you know, you can go gluten light 90, 90%, 95%, but then that crumb that you have, or that cake you decide to have that has gluten that sets, you know, a, a cascade of inflammation in your body for days, weeks, months, and you never actually clear it. So if there's a problem with an inflammatory food, and some people will say, oh yeah, you know what, when I have cheese, that really gives me digestive issues. Or when I have corn, I feel stuffy. So if you know, like a certain food is causing an issue, stop eating it. We don't need to take lactate. We don't need to take, you know, a lot of times that's it's not the lactose, it's the casein in the, in the dairy. We don't need to take these supplements to be able to help us take a food that no longer serves us. And just because the food's not good for you now, as you heal your gut and you work on the diet and lifestyle side of things, most of the foods you can bring back in, but you've got to give yourself time to heal. And this in turn helps you get pregnant. And so it's that very like reductionist view of fertility where we just focus on our egg health. We focus on what we need to do to help with low AMH and high FSH. We follow these generalized recommendations where they tell us IVF and then they tell us, you know, it's a 5% chance of it ever working. You know, our success rate is 10 times that. So when people have been told 5%, you know, 50% of people we help with these diagnoses get pregnant naturally or improve their chances of pregnancy success. Many times you're told to do retrieval after retrieval to get as many eggs at, you know, $10,000 to $12,000 a pop. Like this, obviously our program is an investment, but nowhere near the cost of doing five retrievals at 12K, which is, you know, 50K, 60K, like it's insane. So it's important to work on your health. You'll either get pregnant naturally, or when you do go to the clinic, you'll improve your chances of it working. And so same with doing, you know, acupuncture can be really great, but then you, maybe you're taking herbs. You don't know what's in the herbs. So you need to make sure they're from a, a vetted place. There's many dyes, heavy metals, things like that, that are, you know, contraindicated for pregnancy and health. And then you don't even know what you're taking. You're downing all these things. So it's important to, again, not follow those generalized recommendations, follow a plan that's right for you. So we've got someone here, so 38, so diminished ovarian reserve, low AMH and high FSH for her. She had three canceled IVF cycles. She had uh, three empty follicles, so three IVFs, so there was empty follicles, and she was advised donor eggs. Her FSH was always in the 80s. Her cycles was about 26 days and was about two to three days long in length. She didn't know she was ovulating. She had an appendectomy and she had epilepsy as well. She had sinus infections, a lot of antibiotic use, irritability, anxiety on the birth control pill for 13 years. Um, her partner had insomnia. So she did the test. We did the, the stool, the, the food, the genetics test, the blood chemistry review for both the partners. And we reviewed his semen analysis as well. Helped to balance her hormones. She had low cortisol and DHEA. She had non-celiac gluten sensitivity, so she, and she was also sensitive to the foods she was eating regularly, so she did the elimination diet with her partner. We helped with her liver health, thyroid balance, so she had thyroid issues. Her protein intake was low. She was eating great foods, but he wasn't absorbing them, and the protein was too low. She had multiple infections in her gut, and she was also 
having issues where she was gluten-free, but that she was still getting some of the, the cross reactors. She was still having issues with that, which the, some of the cross reactors can be oats, corn, dairy, chocolate, and way more. Sometimes some of the gluten-free products too, like tapioca or potato starch can cause reactions with people, especially if they have a leaky gut. Mental, emotional stress. So they were so feeling irritable and uh, her anxiety improved. And then after seven months in the program, she followed the plan with her partner. They did it together. Her FSH came down down to a seven. She went to see her RE and he said, it's a miracle. And we said, yes, it is a miracle, but you met your miracle part way. You did the work. Then she decided to do an IVF and that worked. And she just had her little baby in the summer. So this is when she was told donor eggs were her only option. Nothing would work. We've helped people with AMH as low as 0.04 get pregnant naturally, people with 0.02 regain their period after years of not having it and working on targeted diet and lifestyle changes. So yeah, the fat fertile method, like we talked about includes, so we have access to functional testing. We ship it worldwide, food, stool, genetics. We also, if needed to throughout the program, we may do hair testing, which looks at your, if there's heavy metals or nutrient imbalances and the, the vaginal microbiome, if you've got a history of UTIs or Bacterial vaginosis, miscarriage, obviously anyone on the fertility journey, vaginal microbiome is extremely important to look at. That could be later for you. And then a blood chemistry review. So we do those tests. And then we have coaching to help you and your partner implement these changes. We take a targeted plan with targeted diet and lifestyle changes, which can fast track your success. Because a lot of times you could DIY it. You just sometimes there's self-doubt. We don't, there's self-sabotage. We don't know if we're doing the right thing. We give up before we hit the, you know, we're hacking away in the coal mine and we give up before we hit the gold on the other side. So at the end of the program, you'll either be happily pregnant or if you do need to go to the fertility clinic, you'll dramatically improve your chances of pregnancy success. And we specialize in tough cases like low AMH, high FSH, premature ovarian insufficiency or failure and diminished ovarian reserve. So if it feels right for you, I encourage you to go ahead and you're ready to get pregnant in 2023. And if this is your year, I encourage you to go and book a call with me. We will come up with a customized plan for you and your partner to improve your chances of pregnancy success. And the link is below. You can also go to Fab Fertile and just go apply here and we can talk and see how we can help you. So thank you and take care. I would like to invite you and your partner to a supercharge your fertility discovery call. This call is for you if you meet at least one of the following criteria. You've been trying to get pregnant for at least two years. You've been through at least one failed IUI or IVF. This call is for action takers. If you're not ready and you wait, the risk is you'll need to wait two to three months for a spot to open up. If you're seriously considering work with us, go to fabfertile.com. That's fabfertile.com and click on apply here. That's fabfertile, fabfertile.com and click on apply here. Then you'll be booked in and ready to spend 30 minutes to give you the action plan to getting pregnant naturally. The Get Pregnant Naturally podcast, including show notes and links, provides information with respect to healthy living, nutrition, lab testing, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Get Pregnant Naturally podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without representation or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.